Hey guys, Connor here. There are some noises this episode. I I couldn't figure out how to get rid of them. I'm really, really sorry. I will hopefully they won't make next episode. Yeah, so sorry about that, but I hope you enjoy anyway. Cheers. Tell me though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. My name is Connor McKenna. I'm Rebecca Hart. And Carl Stout. And uh, yeah, today we're finally, after a few delays, covering Heroes for Hire number one, 1997. Um, so yeah, we've been this for a while, but yeah, we'll be doing the whole run. And uh, you know, for some... Some good times, a nice change of pace. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, run was originally going to be done by Roger Stern, but he got busy and had to drop it. So John Ostrander took over for this first issue anyway. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I just so yeah. Um, so there's no Iron Fist news or anything, obviously. Um, so yeah, you know, not, not much to talk about. There is no Iron Fist, so yeah. So just gonna, keep going. Yeah, hop straight into this uh, issue. <laughs> uh, but first, I want to thank our patrons, uh, Ray and Derek. Thanks heaps, guys. Um, yeah, thank you. Help us keep the lights on here, and uh, yeah, everyone else, check out our Patreon. There's some cool rewards there. So. Yeah. Now, uh, for the issue, I guess we'll just go straight to the cover. Heroes for Hire 1. First action-packed issue. Uh, I really like this cover. It's like a wraparound cover, so... Um, the, the, it, the back and the front is one large picture. But we'll just talk about the front, I guess. Um, so we have Danny, you know, posed in front of everyone, lifting his iron fist up. Um... And then we have in the back, we have White Tiger, uh, the female one. I don't know what what her identity is yet, if it's um, that that lady or not. can't remember her name. And then no, we have... No, 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 no. Oh, it's, it's not her? Not, well, uh, okay. well, we'll get we'll get there when it comes up in the comic, but, but yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, she was a bit weird. <laughs> this one's even weirder, but that's this is cool. Yeah. This is quite a sweet story to unfold if you don't remember it. Then we have Hercules, uh, and then the Hulk in the back. Then we have Luke on the right, and Black. That's Black Knight, right on the far right in that's the back. Black yeah. Knight, yeah. Um, and on the back, because it's kind of the same thing. We have, uh, I think, the bad guys, U Force, and a prison Ooh. blowing up, and then the the Mastermind dude, looking evil. Um, you know, to combat an ancient evil, a new team of champions arises. Heroes for Hire, first action-packed issue. Um, yeah, I really like the cover. What about you guys? I It's not my favourite art style, honestly. And the colour saturation is way... I mean, this is like so 90s, immediately. Yeah. I like the team. I like the composition of the cover. Yeah. I think it's a bit, bit wordy. There's a lot of first action packed and yeah, the whole to combat an ancient evil a new team of champions all right it's all a bit much yeah but um i don't dislike it i just i mean i don't like the style of art throughout so i'll keep saying that but yeah you know i like it generally don't love it so um, it's very ed mcginnessy uh <laughs> the art style um well, what about you carl I like it because Iron Fist is on it. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a good. Yeah. Other than that, it's I think it's just kind of generic to be honest with you. Okay. It's a whole pose. I uh, guess it's crooked, yeah. which bothers me. 
It is, it is generic, I guess, but the fact that, the, I guess that's distracted by the roster for me, the fact that Iron Fist is front and centre and, like, Hercules is there, I like Hercules and stuff, I think, you know. Black Knight, I like him too, so they're the yeah. that pull me in. That, that, that's what makes the, the cover for me, and, and I, I like I like the art style, I have no problem with it um, on my end. Um, uh, yeah, so... Let's, let's read out the credits for this first issue. Roger Stern did the plot. John Ostrand did the script. Pascal Ferry was the penciler. Uh, Jamie Mendoza was the inker. Uh, Jonathan Babcock was literer. Joe Rosas colors. colors uh, James Felder and Mark Bernardo editors. Bob Harris, editor-in-chief. Special thanks to Joe Edkin. Um, so, yeah, actually, I am reading... The issue, the physical issue for this, which Carl sent me the whole run ages ago, for when we inevitably do it, which is now. <laughs> so all things, all things come. And I also have, um, you can get these in two trades as well, and it's called Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and the Heroes for Hire. Um, now I don't know why Luke Cage's name comes first on those trades because from this issue, uh-huh. you know, Luke's not in it that much. Um, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we start off with a jailbreak. Yep. Basically, the vault, which is uh, in the Rocky Mountains and has you know some of the worst pris- prisoners, blah 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 blah. You know, one of those super yeah. super <laughs> high security prisons full of super villains. Um, yeah. It is a bit blah blah blah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, this, uh, this, there's like a jailbreak, you know, little scheme with this team, U-Force, um... UFOs. UFOs, oh, excuse me. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a joke on UFOs, but you well, foes because they're baddies. I didn't pick that up at all. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, like, just in general, I found these guys really unremarkable. Are, are they, is this, like, their first appearance, or... I have no idea. Carl would know. I would know. Wow. <laughs> it seems like they're kind of... They, 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 they seem generic not and not that interesting and extremely D-list. Yeah. So there, there goes my strategy of Carl will know all the facts about this. I know, right? Because he likes to strong. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so for listeners, uh, I've very notably read every single Iron Fist thing except for this run. Oh, wow. Um, so this is my first time reading the run, uh, because I was kind of saving it for the show, it'd be my first time, so, um, uh-huh. I don't have extensive knowledge on it or anything, so I'm kind of just along for the ride. Uh, but yeah, I found these guys kind of lame, very, like, you know, just very, like, blah design, especially that, the, like, just having the super detailed character who's mostly but he's of one colour. Yeah. Scramble Hulk 254 in 1980 is their first appearance. Oh. Wow. Yeah, well, there you go, guys. They exist. um, (laughs) So they they free, they go in disguise, they free a bunch of, like, supervillains, and there's, like, a big panel um, where there's, like, a bunch of villains escaping. I'm sure they're all someone. Um, I don't recognize any of them. I mean, they're not exactly drawn really well so I mean the guy in the middle looks like Mole Man oh he does yeah I like the guy who looks like he just has a block for a head yeah I don't know what's going on with that <laughs> like him as well <laughs> um so do, do you recognise any of these colourful characters Carl on this uh panel I will agree that the guy in the middle looks like Mole Man uh, the, the guy for the block for the head, he's actually a famous android villain who wound up working in She-Hulk's law firm. Ah. That, dude, that dude's been around since, like, the freaking 50s. That's cool. Oh, that I'm is totally cool. blanking on his name, though. Yeah. Somebody probably had a lot of fun, like, picking some obscure hmm. villains here for that little nod. Yeah. So that, impl- that probably means they all are someone. 
the, the, the one in the bottom kind of looked like Toad. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The guy in the red could even be... I don't want to guess, actually, because I'll just get wrong. I was going to say he looks a little bit machine man, but... I would say more claw without the... Yeah. Dish. Like, they took the dish off his stump. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but anyway, so... Yeah, so like there was Doctor Doom in this prison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, see a big prison break, uh, and then ooh, a mysterious figure who I'm like, oh, that's White Tiger, even though I don't know who this White Tiger is. I'm just like, who else but is it, is it going to be? Yeah. Uh, she's watching, um, and you know, the, the, squad is called Trojan 2, Trojan 1, because they use the, you know, the old Trojan trick, um, with the wooden horsey, uh, you know, just to, just to diverge, um, everyone, everyone here knows what the weakest link is, right? Yeah. The game show? Yeah. Not on. What's going on down there? Yeah, yeah, there was like an Australian version on. And, uh, yeah, this is not Iron Fist related, but who cares? Um, <laughs> so I was watching it and the, one of the questions was, oh, so what's the, um, uh, what, uh, God, yeah, where, where, so, yeah, the question was like, where do Valkyries take the souls of fallen soldiers? Uh-huh. And someone said the Trojan horse. And I thought that was just really funny because it's like, you know, getting the mythology wrong is one thing. But the, get that. <laughs> the question was like, what, it, it specifically was like, what hall do they get taken to? And like, well, the Trojan horse is in a hallway. Yeah. And then... I've been to Troy. Really? A very nice cat there. Did you kick the wall over? No. I was being a very good tourist. And, <laughs> and then, then the same person got asked another question, like about our current um, opposition leader, and they got it wrong, and they thought it was our prime minister, and they teach. <laughs> they are a tutor okay. for history. So <laughs> that was depressing. Um, yeah. That is depressing. <laughs> I'm like, come on, really? Anyway, just that, that brief diversion. Um, so, yeah, there's this big spooky mastermind guy. He's like, ooh, I'm going to save the world. Uh, but I'm going to be really evil about it. And mysterious. Yes. Um, you know, we don't see much of him. He's just in a chair. You see his eyes. Yeah. And apparently he's threatening them with the fact that he saved their lives. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, so now we're in New York City, Skyscraper HQ of Oracle Incorporated, which, as I recall, is Namor's corporation, right? Or Namor, how do you pronounce him? I've always said Namor. Yeah. I've always said Namor. Of course, I've always said Shang-Chi, which apparently isn't correct. Yeah, but the difference is Namor's not a name in another language. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure Namor owns Oracle, right? I honestly don't know. I This is like, the, this Nor is my I. first uh, okay. interaction with Oracle was reading this comic, so um, I yeah. just kind of had to wave it as a big corporation that took over that. So this, uh, the, I know this shortly takes place after Iron Fist Resurrection. Um, because Iron Fist died <laughs> at the yeah. end of Power Man and Iron Fist. So we've talked about it before, but he turned out uh, John Byrne retconned it so he was a plant person because mm -hmm. John Byrne thought uh, Iron Fist dying like that was stupid because of uh, someone chucking a tantrum that they got cancelled. Uh, their run got cancelled, I mean. Um, so, thank you, Mr. Byrne. That's great. And we got Iron Fist back uh, through... I believe Namor met with Doctor Strange. There was a bunch of stuff that happened. It was like a subplot. But uh, yeah, I believe Iron Fist is now attached to Oracle, which uh, is part of Namor's thing. I could be wrong. It's literally probably been 10 years since I've read that arc. 
and I don't plan on reading it again. <laughs> I okay. might, like, because it's not, it's not awful, but it's it's really kind of like a subplot in a Namor story, you know? Yeah, um, and it's also got hideous art. So. Yeah, and it, it really, like, that subplot exists to bring Danny back. Um, yeah. There are some cool moments, though, uh, like when they're trapped in, like, a glass bottle with a ship. But anyway. Um, well, one of the interesting moments of that was fake Danny came back first. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah, it turns out. Well, that, that wasn't the same plant, Danny, was it? No. no. That was a super scroll. Now you've just ruined it for everyone. Oh, I'm sure. I wasn't going to go there. Well, I mean, this this is after that. Spoilers for Danny's resurrection in the 90s and the Namor comic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it, look, if you're a completionist, it's worth reading. Because um, this reference, him, him dying is referenced, you know, now and then. Um, yeah. It's kind of part of his, you know, it's not, it's not exactly like the death of Superman, but it's still there. Um, so, he's later free from stasis and he wants Submariner. I was trying to figure out what year that was. Um, name of the Submariner 22. Let's have a look. Uh, no, we don't want that one. We want the 90s one. Root of Evil. There we go. 91, 92. Uh, okay, yeah. So it was actually a fair bit after that. Um, yeah. But I feel like this is his first major gig. Major he had a, There was a limited series yes. a, year, a year earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like a two-issue limited series. Is that the really awful so, artwork one? Oh, that's so yeah. dumb. Every page is like... Two million scribbles. Yeah. The penciler and inkler. It's quite a good interaction between Davos and Danny. Yeah, it's it's. But I really dislike it in terms of art. And it's a time. I don't know if it's the first time, but it is a time where multiple iron fists are a thing. Yeah. That is mentioned. Um, That that's worth reading for like a history completionist thing. It's worth reading because it's a decent story, but it's yeah, the art. So it's it's kind of weird though. It's like this two issue story that starts off with like Davos having done some weird stuff. Um, We'll probably talk about it eventually. uh, He removes the iron fist. Yeah, we should do that one sometime. It's an interesting story. Yeah, Yeah. I like all the solo iron fist. um, Yeah, stuff. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, at uh, the Skyscraper HQ of Oracle Incorporated, uh, inside an upper floor training center, Daniel Rand, aka Iron Fist, hones his martial arts mastery with robotic components, especially programmed for the purpose. So basically, he's sparring a bunch of robots. Um, and I was talking to Rebecca about this earlier, and I'm like, it's weird how it's. how, like, good I feel when I just see Iron Fist. You know, using using martial arts and looking like really proficient and fighting a bunch of robots. I'm like, man, us Iron Fist fans have it rough if this is like a rare thing <laughs> uh, now, right? Like he's just, you know, it's super rare. Well, we had the Brisson one; he was pretty competent fighting. Yeah, um, but it's it's just like damn. Uh, but anyway, um, it's a cool sequence. And so, like, as as he trains in this kind of room, he has monitors all around him, uh, keeping track of what's happening in the city, so he can hone his mind as well as his body. And, uh, so I like, it's like a Foggy Nelson, or Daredevil cameo, where Foggy, uh, Foggy is denying that Daredevil's a mutant. Um, and about that, the mysterious new group known as the Thunderbolts is taking New York by storm. Yeah. That, that puts it in context of timing. Yeah. You sure. And this is this well, is just yeah, after Onslaught. A great yeah. run, and it might possibly be a television show on Disney Plus. Of course, it rumors is. on that. What might? <laughs> Thunderbolts. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thunderbolts, I fully expect to be somewhere in the MCU shortly. Just assume they're doing everything. If someone told me they're adapting 
you know, Orifice getting resurrected in Namor, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, Onslaught, I've never read Onslaught, but like, I know about it because it was like all the heroes disappeared, so all the stuff I read around that time was constantly like Onslaught, Onslaught, Onslaught. So, um, and this is also, at the same time, there was a story arc called Heroes Reborn running around. So, yeah. like, didn't they literally just do this? All the heroes disappeared, and they had yeah. an event called Heroes Reborn. Are they doing Reborn. it? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> come on, Marvel. You're, you're recycling the same events and names from the 90s? Jesus. Uh, but, um, anyway. Uh, Iron Fist gets distracted by the news that there's been a huge prison break in the vault. And then, so all the robots wrap around him, but then he just channels his iron fist and smashes everything. Yeah. Um, and uh, then we get uh, Jim Hammond, the original Human Torch, which is cool. He's an android. Oh. We know. Yeah, He's I, still I, the original I, I, Human I com- Torch. I completely forgot he was an android, but um, yeah. And uh, so he is with Oracle. And Rand Meacham is a subsidiary of uh, Oracle. So they're talking. And and... and just so the listeners know, in case they they don't know this, he's not android like Machine Man. He's android like Bishop from Aliens. Um, You mean like in the fact that he looks like a person or? Well, he's guts. He's not robotic. He, He was built. Oh, right, He's right. synthetic. Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, so talk about how the world's scary now because of Onslaught, all the heroes are gone and stuff. Um, see, I, I quite like, like, how Daddy is drawn and the fight scene with him and the robots is drawn. I know it's... Yeah, not, but that like, close-up of his face, I can't stand. Yeah, that I mean, eyebrow that was... slowly rolling down his nose. Just... The eyebrows, like yeah, everything, these up. massive eyes. Um. So, Daddy's like, you know, maybe we can do something about it. Do something about it soon, you know, because there's a big gap without the heroes. And then we cut to Hulk, who apparently has um, no Bruce Banner in him, or something's going on where he's just more. Hulk than human. Uh, yeah. Every time I check in on the Hulk, something like this is going on. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he gets attacked by the UFOs, who are able to like, you know, it's like a sort of misty person who's able to just go inside people's lungs and stuff. It looks like. Um. But the Hulk fights them. They take out the Hulk. Pretty easily, actually. Yeah, um, really easily compared to like how we're used to seeing him. I mean, I prefer Hulk like this than Worldbreaker Hulk, which is kind of absurd for me. Yeah, um, but I somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair. you know, uh, it just seems very just easy considering dangerous. how. De- <laughs> yeah, but they're not though, are they? I mean, that's the problem. Is he's like he's a bit. They're they're so D-list that seeing them get the Hulk, but clearly there's something up with the Hulk, so it's kind of yeah. alright. Like, um, now, I really liked this uh, next part. So we go we go to the gem, gem theatre. Because, um, I mean, this is kind of... I want to say it's a sequel to the original Power Man and Iron Fist run, but this is like the next one. It feels like it, yeah, yeah. With those two. Because uh, there's, there's like a big... There's like a letters page at the back, which is essentially just an introduction... Yeah. Um, and I read that, and that was interesting. So we'll talk about that at the end. Um, but the Gem Theatre, and uh, so... I always like going back to the Gem. Yeah, and they're back watching Westerns, uh, Rio Bravo, this time. Um, and I, I like this, I'll read it out. Uh, Cage has always loved movies, back when he was wrongfully imprisoned, way before the experiment that gave him his steel-hard skin and extraordinary strength. The movies they showed him in prison gave him one breath of freedom. You could trust a good film more than the so-called real world. Once he, once he knew it, you loved it. A movie would never change on you, not like time or people or the so-called real world. 
I quite like that um, little bit there because I like movies too. And they're, they're comforting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's not he's not currently superheroing, from what I understand. Doesn't look like it. it. Looks like he's just chilling out. He's bought the gem, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so Iron Fist shows up in costume and offers him some popcorn. Popcorn, which is <laughs> sweet. It's, this is lovely. Yeah. And uh, basically, uh, Danny gives him a pitch. He's like, let's be the heroes for hire again. And Luke says, no, I'm done with the superhero thing. But he says he can use the name if you want to. I thought that was nice. Um, yeah. And Danny's like, man, I thought if anyone would join, Luke would. If I can't get Luke to join, maybe this isn't such a good idea after all. And he's being stalked by weird um, cat lady, <laughs> white tiger. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we haven't talked about the art much, but it's like, it's kind of, we described the sort of the style, the sort of Ed Beginners type style. It's like quite cartoony and like, it's just kind of like that for the whole issue. So... Yeah, when it's like hatching, hatching, and... yeah. Well, I think it's interesting. Like the UFOs definitely look like they were drawn by Bart Sears, mm. and then later on in the run, Bart Sears actually does draw the comic. Okay. Uh, um. So, so we cut to the UN and a bunch of scientists, eggheads as as they are, nerds. Um, they are discussing onslaught. <laughs> and they're they're sort of looking at a picture of the Hulk. Like they're trying to they're trying to work out how we can not have something like this happen again. So I think back then onslaught was like a pretty big deal, right? Like I think yeah, it's huge. it was a bigger deal than it is now. If all the heroes go missing, because events I think were less frequent. Events don't seem to change as much. Yeah, uh, now they tend to just be there and then go. That being said, I like I do remember an event during the the eighties, I think, where all the heroes, all the like adventures and stuff disappeared. It was like a red sky and stuff because I remember reading Daredevil, and it was talking about it. So, so yeah, I, think, I mean, it happened. It's, it's not an unfamiliar idea. Yeah, it's just a case of how they do it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So they're they're trying to yeah they're trying to work out how to stop happening again. They're pointing out, like, not even the Hulk could stop Onslaught, and then the UFOs come in. Um, some of this dialogue is like, don't blame them, Egghead, blame me. Like, it seems very, yeah. very dated, a lot of this dialogue. Uh, I think it was some history that they got their powers the same way the Fantastic Four did, going up in a rocket and letting the cosmic rays zap us. Yeah. So now you know. Check out this scientist with like the big red beard and the glasses. He I looks like that. a mad scientist, you know. Yeah. <laughs> looks like Eggman from Sonic before he gained the weight. Yeah, he does. That that's what he it reminded does, me yeah. of. Yeah. Um, but he runs into the Hulk. Literally runs in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Face plants into him, um, and the Hulk is looks like he's being controlled. Because he's talking, but it has, like, a different speech bubble. Um, and, yeah, then we cut to Hercules. Um, and look at that woman's, like, ankles. Like, seriously? <laughs> I just I, I just saw that. I mean, I wasn't, again, like, uh, I wasn't even looking at the ankles, but that is absurd. Next it's like a Picasso, feet. you know. Um <laughs> Like, people do not understand anatomy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, there's some crazy things going on. Crazy. What's with the, the, the guy behind him doesn't look time. like human. He doesn't look human. No. <laughs> and uh, then you've got the, the guy with his platforms on. Yeah. Frilly shirt. But Hercules is just hanging out at a bar. Um... Apparently, at this point, his divinity's been stripped from him. So, uh, we will see how that plays out later, I'm sure. Cause what's, the, what's, what's the name of Captain Britain's wife? Megan? Megan. That looks like Megan to me. Well, yeah, but Megan's 
uh, part faith. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't have to have human anatomy as much. That and even not she human. doesn't have like the hair is very Megan. <laughs> And the eyes, but yeah, originally I thought this lady was someone, but I don't think she is someone. She's just no, um, she's no. just <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think I know who you guys are talking about. Is she in Excalibur, the team? Yes, yes. Yeah. Does she have like the elf ears? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I originally thought it might have been her as well. Yeah, um, that's Captain Britain's wife. Because of the green. Uh, yeah. But it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. I want to know how Hercules puts those pants on. Yeah. I just... He's a god. Okay, well, demigod. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's going on with him. But, uh... Um... So... Uh... Guy tries to hit him with a chair. Which he quite likes. He throws them both out a window. The... Uh... Not yeah, Barman's not happy, but he gives him a literal pouch of gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, alright, he's like, okay, destroy my place if you want. And yeah. It's like a weird costume Herc has going on. It's very it's, 90s. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I like, I like Hercules, so... Um, yeah, and so he, he goes off with Weird Ankle Lady... And then there's a bunch of other ladies who's with him that might have weird ankles too. Who knows? Um, who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, 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 it's introducing us to him, you know, very womanizing, Kirk, drinking. Kirk, the head of this. Pardon? Kirk as a hedonist. Right, yes. Um, and he sort of describes, he's telling them, he's regaling them with his tales of his adventures. Um... And he's like, you know, he tells about the greatest assemblage of heroes he has ever known, the Avengers. Even though he started with Jason and the Argonauts, uh, he has never known comrades so mighty or noble. Uh, so, it's a cool page, I think, where he's talking about the yeah, Avengers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like he, so it looks like it has two teams. It's him with the more classic Avengers and then him with the more modern lineup, it looks like. Yeah. Um, so, yeah cool it's like got space in the background as well um i much prefer his outfit on the top than the bottom (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but uh yeah spoilers uh hercules is one of the three founding members we get of heroes for hire in this issue um so yeah and um then he sees on the television that uh the hostage situation at the United Nations and that the Hulk's there. So he's like, all right, well, if the Hulk's there, I got to go beat him up. <laughs> if he's, if he's turned evil, um, cause he has a kind of rivalry with the Hulk. Yeah. Cause they're both strong. You know, strength things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get Danny. Uh, I like this shot of Danny, but I'm sure you guys will point out something weird that I didn't notice that have ruined it for me. Um, no, I don't mind that. But other than my, I don't love the art style generally. Yeah. I, I think it's quite nice, quite like, quite ominous. I think we should see him like that more often. Mm, yeah, it's a good angle. It is. It's it's serious, mm-hmm. Daddy. Again, yeah. we usually point out when he's not creepy. He's not creepy at all in this. Um, which again, I think really started with the Mortal Iron Fist, um, which is still a good run. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So. Now, this is a weird... Luke thinks I'm all pie-in-the-sky nobility, but if only he knew. But I don't dare tell anyone. Not yet. Um, is this... I don't... Do you guys know what that's referring to? Yeah. Yeah. Is it saying that's coming up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Alright, because I was a bit confused. Um... Yeah, I, I can understand why you'd be confused. Uh, this is clearly what we're adding to the... Yeah. Uh, and, uh, by the way, Jim Hammond... Do you know who that cat is that he has with him? Uh, what did Carl knows? It nope. looks like the Red Lantern cat. <laughs> is I believe I'm not 100 percent certain about this, so like I'm prepared to be wrong if anybody wants to tell me I'm wrong. But I think it is Hairball. 
aka Niels, who is a pet avenger in a different Earth. Huh. That's cool. Because on I think in the six one six, I believe I've seen I know I've read the comic where this happens. I just don't know if it's before this one. Uh, Jim ends up looking after Niels. Oh, okay. That's Be- a... And uh, and he can make his body warmer because human torch, so he makes it nice and warm for the kitty. That's a, that's a cool connection. Well... I didn't even notice that that this panel before, but Niels is a ginger cat, so I I don't know what order the comics are in. So it may just be that Jim likes cats, but um. Yeah, it seems like a big coincidence. It seems like a good chance that it yeah. could be uh, Speedball's cat. Yeah. Um. So he get uh, Danny gets a call from Hammond saying that the informing him about the situation at the UN. So Danny, uh, he's currently in a limo actually. Um. Not for long. Yeah. No, he goes. He goes out the sunroof. Limo with the skylight. Yeah. Starts hopping over cars. <laughs> <laughs> to get to, you know, I doing some them. parkour to get there. It's great, though. You're right. It's just nice seeing him go out and do his thing. Yeah, which is, like, it's just kind of sad, you know, that we're like this. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like, oh, he's being Iron Fist. Wow, that's, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so minutes later, he's arrived at the UN building. Um, might be his most impressive feat in the whole comic is like getting there so quickly. <laughs> yeah. And through the sewers, up there. They have orders to help him. The the cops have orders to help him any way possible. So Danny sneaks in through a manhole that'll lead him into the building, and they're like, "Good luck, pal, with all the with the Avengers going. We need all the help we can get against these metahuman types." Um. So it's an interesting premise, like how um, the heroes are gone, so Iron Fist is trying to like fill the gap. I like that. Yeah. Um, you know, he's kind of stepping up. Uh, but yeah, he's he's sneaking around in the sewers. He uh, he he's mad. He you know realizing how outnumbered he could be because he's like not sure he could take the Hulk by himself. Um, and there could be like heaps of other people as well in that room. Yeah. So, and this is Daddy before his immortal power-up as well. So, um... Uh... But, yeah, he's like, wait, I'm not alone in here. And then he spots weird cat person. Um... Yeah. The white tiger. And she's like, impressive, I'll make no yours. Yet you sense my present, you would make a great hunter. Um... And, uh... So Danny's like... True, he would make a good hunter. Yeah. Danny's got, like, the... <laughs> a, a specific pose that's, like... Uh, there's, like, a... It made me laugh because there's, like, a sort of different application to that pose, but the one I like, which is, you know, not... not, Which is, I'm sure, exaggerated, but, like, ripping someone's testicles out and holding them in that <laughs> fist. So, for me, when I saw Danny do that pose, I'm like, oh, it's the testicle-ripping pose. Um... <laughs> 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 He's just using his like ready pose. Um, oh my lord! But um, yeah, so there, you know, she's like, "Ooh, I've been following you. If I if I meant you harm, I could have killed you. You never would have seen me." And um, so Danny's like, "All right, well, what do you want then?" Um, and she wants <laughs> yeah. a hostage situation. And they they bow to each other, and she's like, "He's like, let's work together." And Daddy points out the white tiger he knows was a male. Yeah. Um, so he's not quite sure who this person is. I'm sure the, they set up a few times in this issue that she has a sort of complicated backstory that will get... Uh, Cuts, I really care. <laughs> fair. Uh, no, that's totally fair. I mean, like... Yeah, I guess... There's no reason for you to care yet. Yeah. Or, or ever, particularly, but I mean, like, I think on what we've seen of her so far, you don't know much about her, except she seems to be tracking what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 at this point, I'm more interested in, like, Luke Cage, Hercules, and the Hulk as potential sort of recruits, um, but, uh, 
I guess it, for for like people who are big White Tiger fans, maybe it would have been like a big deal. Like, who is this person? How does it tie into White Tiger? Um, but uh, yeah, so they're spying on the UN thing. They reach like events. And, uh, you know, White Tiger kind of asks Danny why he's doing this. And Danny says, uh, they need help, and I was available. And then he asks, what's your story? And she's like, it's not an intricate, you know. Uh, so, he's spying on them, and he noticed a control chip on the back of the Hulk. And they're sort of... Well, yeah, and all the, all the scientists are getting their brains... Uh sucked out by whatever they got stuck in their foreheads. Yeah, there's some... All their knowledge. Yeah, yeah, so there's some sort of scheme going on here that we don't know about yet, like, what the purpose is. Uh, so, planning a, you know, strategy, and then Hercules bursts through the wall. <laughs> Ho, avant base villains. Leroy Jenkins! For thine acts of infamy, thou must uh, now answer to Hercules. Uh, which I quite like, this intro. Um, and then he immediately gets, um, you know, because <laughs> A, he's not as powerful as he used to be, and they're using, like, this, um, acid all over him. He's like, something's burning me all over. Uh, fun fact, that's how he dies in the, in the mythology. He gets, you know, acidic, acidic poison all over him. Uh, but, uh, not sure if that was deliberate, not or not. But anyway, uh, so, Daddy and White Tiger decide to burst in. Everyone starts fighting. Well, sort of. Uh, Daddy goes to Hulk and he's trying to get through to him mentally. Which is probably a smart idea. <laughs> um, and so that, that's where Daddy notices the thing on the back of Hulk's neck. So he tries to take it off. But it seems welded to his neck. So he uses the iron fist and smashes it. Uh, which I thought was cool. Yeah, yeah. It's always good when people actually do the sensible thing. And it's kind of nice, because you know that the Iron Fist won't hurt Hulk too much, because we've seen him before. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, like, focusing on that gizmo as well. Um, you know, so it's it's good that... Yeah, they didn't go through, like, a whole he tries to fight the Hulk sequence. He just uses brains. Um... And, uh, yeah. And Hulk, Hulk's like, hey, you guys don't control me anymore. Guess who's not happy with you people? And he, uh, you know, turns the tide, as yeah. it were. Um, he does, like, a big thunderclap. Uh, Her Hercules throws that silver guy at him. <laughs> like, all these I guys... Yeah, sorry, sorry, but all the UFOs really blend for me. Like the not... yeah, I have no idea which ones which. I mean, if I had to work it out, I'd probably read it and work it out. But they're all just like their whole purpose is to bring the team together. So you know. Yeah, yeah, the team itself is much more interesting. This silver guy is he the guy in gold at the start of the issue? I yeah. don't know. Okay, I think so. So could he like change color or is he? No, no, that was their disguise to get into the prison. Oh, right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, so... You know, Hulk makes short work of that guy. Uh, you know, Hercules punches him to him, and then Hulk also punches him. Um, and uh, we, we have Hercules... Uh, saying he's he's thinking he's very weak and slow to recover since uh, Zeus stripped him of immortality. Um, so I'm not sure what the exact deal there is. I'm not sure if he's like even like pre pre god Hercules anymore, or if he's just like a strong guy now. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, but uh, you know, we'll, it looks like we'll find out more about that, which is cool. Uh, and the the villains retreat. They make a villainous retreat. Um, <laughs> You know, we'll deal with you later. Uh, uh, Hercules wants to give chase, but then Iron Fist is like, oh, we got to help the wounded. And uh, they get the discs off, that, and they leave no permanent damage, apparently. And Hulk has blue pants, not purple here. 
Just thought I'd point that out. Um, <laughs> I, I always like the Hulk's haircut when he's Hulk. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's um, cool. It's probably the nearest to my haircuts. <laughs> Somebody cuts their own hair. Um, so we have the wrap-up, uh, you know, scientists, uh, like a news report, the scientists are freed. Uh, they'll make full recoveries. Eyewitnesses have confirmed that a superpower terrorist group called the UFOs are responsible for the attack. Uh, they've also been identified as the ones responsible for the breakout earlier. An examination made uh, on the disks used by the UFOs to control scientists have confirmed that the technology was created by the master criminal known as the Controller. The UFOs spoke of some master or boss to whom they were reporting and that the authorities are speculating blah 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 that the Controller is the mastermind in question. Uh, and then she... Interviews Iron Fist. A key figure in Western Masters. Yes. And uh, the reporter asked if Iron Fist had joined the UFOs and was part of the attack. And then Iron Fist says uh, the Hulk was as much of a victim of the UFOs as were the scientists. He was being manipulated by them. And uh, he used the opportunity to announce that the Heroes for Hire are back in action. They plan not to act as vigilantes, but as hired employees for those needing... Help working for a nominal fee. So for a small donation to Oracle's charitable causes, you can call Heroes for Hire. We had a fun Spider-Man cameo here, um, <laughs> saying that's the first tractor bankruptcy court. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you can donate like $2 and hire them. I'm not sure. Um, Maybe. Who knows? Because <laughs> again, Daddy and Heroes for Hire, like, you know, come on. I'm not really sure what... I don't really understand the... It's the fast track to bankruptcy court. But, you know, oh well. Um... I guess because it's like a very... I think it's cute, but like... Yeah. Well, I guess because it's like he's like, you can pretty much pay us like nothing. Um, almost nothing. And you can hire us. But, um... Yeah, which is nice because Danny doesn't need money. Um, the eternal struggle of like, uh, we know why Danny does Heroes for Hire and Power Man and Iron Fist, but at the same time, he doesn't really. Need it's a stretch yet. just to justify the, the setup. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of justified here, and then um, they have a yacht owned by Oracle Incorporated. What's so this yacht is very? It's like a submarine, futuristic submarine-looking yacht. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, but Danny says when he offered the Hulk a place with them, he just laughed in his face and said, been there, done that, and jumped away. Um, Hulk doesn't seem like a team player, really. Uh, so they're talking about um, how they need members. Yeah. And Jim's like, hey, you're the only hero for hire at this point. And then Iron <laughs> is like, oh, I don't think that's true. I'm right, Hercules. And then Hercules, Hercules is like, yep. Uh, I want to join you as long as it amuses me and I'm sure that I can convince this lovely lady to accompany us. Um, he's got his... Him and White Tiger have like their hands all over each other which is weird, whatever. Um, and White Tiger's like, I will stay for now. So, um, yeah, we have our three founding members. Yep. Which is cool. Uh... Because I really like Iron Fist and Hercules, and it's cool that they're on a team together. <laughs> Which is like, yeah. Obviously, this has been around for a while, but it's like a it's a team team up you don't you wouldn't expect to see. Yeah. Um. So that's uh, cool. Totally. You know, out of nowhere team up. Yeah. Um. So it's it's really cool seeing like a team that's not sort of standard, and I'm, you know I'm sure Black yeah. Black Knight's another example that'll join later. Um. Uh, but, you know, so Danny's like, yeah, there's three of us, and there'll be more to follow, I'm sure. Uh, and Danny suspects that White Tiger has ties to Kun Lun. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun! And she we... doesn't. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Carl, for spoiling that. Um, <laughs> not that I cared that much, to be honest, but... Um, so we cut to Evil Mastermind Man. Or whatever. You know. Who has the controller trapped in a tank? Right? That's who that is? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd, you know, I didn't even notice that dude. <laughs> I just... Because I was distracted by, like, him. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ridiculous outfit. Um, but yeah, he totally has the controller. (laughs) Uh, The controller (laughs) is totally trapped in a tank in the back. He has very Um, small ankles too, though. I'd just like to point out. Yeah, yeah. That's but it. he also has like um, one of those. What's the not Master of the Universe? What, uh, Battle of the Planets helmet. It's pretty. It's pretty goofy. Yeah, um, like if for anyone old enough to remember Battle of the Planets, is <laughs> Battle of the Planets. Or G Force, as it was also called here. Oh, okay, there's the translation. So we get a. Um... Uh, the the UFOs are reporting to him. They're like, we could have taken them, and then he's like, oh, but I might still have use for them, you know, if they're easily manipulated. Blah blah blah. Villainy, villainy, blah. Um, and uh-huh. yeah, he's like, I'm gonna save the world and become master of the world and all this all this destiny stuff. Um, you know, whatever. The heroes are more interesting for me than the villains in this. Um, I think yeah, the heroes, I mean, the, 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 the villains are really just here to bring the heroes together. Yeah, in this issue. They're a plot device. Yes. Uh, and that's the end of the issue. Next, Nitro, more of Luke Cage, and the return of the Black Knight. Um, so, uh, should we talk about the letters page after our thoughts of the issue, or should I just bring? I didn't read about the letters now? page, so... Nor did I. Also, there was no letters, because uh, obviously it's the first issue, but um, the guy... The guy uh, Oh yeah, his humble neo editor uh, Mark Bernardo. He just he essentially talked about how much he loves Power Man and Iron Fist, and that their that their relationship is like he pretty much says their relationship is going to be the heart of this run. Um, which could be the case. I haven't read the whole run, but I thought that was cool to read uh, because like Wick wasn't in it that much, but he pretty much says like the run's going to be about them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he also says like, hey. Uh, we know everyone on the cover hasn't joined the team yet, but he literally says by issue four, the full team will be there, but someone will have left. <laughs> so he's, like, giving it a lot of spoilers and teasers, which I think is cool. Like, he's just being very open about it. Um, and he's just gushing over, like, the book. He seems like a genuine fan of um, Power Man Iron Fist. Like, he even references... He references stuff we've covered. Uh, like, issue 75, crossover with Daredevil... Uh, and he says the con- confrontation with Constrictor and Sabretooth is his favourite Sabretooth story. Uh, oh, cute. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, gasping in horror at the totally unexpected and shockingly brutal death of Iron Fist in issue 125. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, that burn fellow decided Danny Ram was just too cool a character to leave dead and brought him back very cleverly in Namor, the same book that introduced Oracle Incorporated. Oh, Bacchus there you go. Heroes for Higher Inc., um, and he, there's one part where I thought was funny. He's talking about, I remember the enjoyable Joe Duffy, Kerry Gamble run with such odd and wonderful characters as Ella Gila, Montenegro. Um, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he even talks about the colors by favorites. Frank Miller. Um, I love him. So yeah, this is a very fun thing to read. And then, in, then he talks about the talent a lot, but yeah, big fan of Pam and Iron Fist it looks like so yeah and he, he got me excited for the rest of the run um but i, I was already because i enjoyed this first issue again i really like this team lineup uh-huh. i think it's really cool um and it's cool to see daddy in a leadership position again yeah that's nice um seeing him lead a team that's not the immortal weapons so uh yeah this is this is so old that their email address is aol.com Uh, so next issue Iron Fist's fledgling superhero strike force faces their first deadly mission take down the destructive rampage of the man who gave Captain Marvel cancer Nitro the exploding man and what is this volatile villain's connection to the mysterious mastermind reveal this issue meanwhile Luke Cage is forced into a confrontation with the deadly UFOs with no teammates to back him up there's going to be a lot of sass coming from Luke, I bet. Um, yeah. And, uh, and don't miss the most styling development yet in the life of our newest member, the Black Knight. 
The action and drama are non-stop in our second sensational issue, Be Here or Be Unenlightened. Uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed this issue. Again, I, I mean, I, I said the bad guys are, as Carl pointed out, they're a plot device, but I love this hero team lineup. It's great. I can't wait to see them interact more, you know? And, and I, I like the art style. Like, it's, uh, it's an art style I just kind of like going back to, you know, because I would see these when I was growing up, these types of comics, so, yeah. What about you guys? I I think I prefer the run than I like this issue. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's very much a setup issue, it's fine. Yeah. It does its job. Uh, Carl? Um, yeah, I... Yeah, and I, again, I really like Danny's role in this issue as well. It's very Batman-ish. Shh. What? <laughs> Nothing. What's that? There's no bat here. Uh, <laughs> but, Carl, what did, what did you think of the issue? Oh, I enjoyed it, and it just the series itself just keeps getting better. Yeah. Uh, I love this version of White Tiger. I would have liked to see it play out differently, but it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, I agree, but I think like we know what's to come, and I I agree. It's a cool. I like I like the I like some of the curveballs we get in this run. And whenever I mention this run to anybody, they're always like, "Oh, I love that run." Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. We. we uh, so yeah. Fun fact: Carl, as I, as I mentioned before, Carl got me all these floppy issues, and he's wanted to do this for ages, <clears throat> and uh, we just never really fit it in could fit it in, and uh, this is also, I think, one of our first ever requests uh, from Phil. Phil Perich from Capes and Lunatics wanted us to cover this run. So we got there, Phil. We got there about a year, maybe more, after you requested. <laughs> but we're here. Um, and uh, he did leave a bit of feedback for us as well. So I'll get that up. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so Phil, for the for the first issue, he says one of the best books of 1997. This series is what made me a fan of Danny Rand. Uh, that's really cool to hear. Uh, so I, I can't wait to see to read more. You know, uh, to, to sort of think about what what this book would be like for someone's first ever exposure to Iron Fist. You know, um, or not maybe not first ever exposure, but you know, for someone who was made a fan of Iron Fist from this book, I think that's cool. Um, I could have used more head injuries and flashbacks personally, but maybe next issue. Um, you know, still early. Yeah, but I'm happy. Uh, this is this is a happy place to be, especially after certain recent events. And uh, yeah, Pan Man and Iron Fist is good. It's fun. We just need a break, you know. Uh, we've been doing that a long time. Um. So, uh, but we will be we, we will still be doing that occasionally. Uh, I still. Still plan to do that. Pam and Iron Fist 76 crossover with the Daredevil guys. That's just on hold for now. Um, until everyone's available. So I'm not sure when that'll be. It's just be at some point, really. And, yeah. Well, uh, if no one else has anything to add, do we want to wrap up? That's all, Yes, that's all I have to say. Uh come back for the next one. I, you know, it's a fun run. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think it'll be cool that to have uh, one of us not having read it before going in blind. Because I've yeah, tried to yeah. avoid... Like, I know Quicksilver plays a large part at one point, but other than that, I don't really know anything about it, so... Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm amazed that we haven't said anything about it in passing. Like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, oh, yeah, with us for two. Yes, he couldn't join us today, but he does say that he love how fun he loves how fun this issue is, and he's glad to see Danny showing the leadership skills that are always brought to light when he's with other superheroes. Uh, yep, yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, cool. So yeah, until next time, may your uh, hmm. <laughs> may your may your testicle ripping go as planned. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Adios.
Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Artist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorsky for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening. <laughs>